Newsweek and the National Association for Urban Debate Leagues are proud to present A Mightier Tomorrow. Hi, I'm Noemi Durand. I'm a senior and I'm from the Washington Urban Debate League. Hi, my name is Eric. I'm a senior and I'm part of the Silicon Valley Urban Debate League. Hi, I'm Isabel Long. I am a sophomore and I am with the Denver Urban Debate League. Fabiola Diaz. I'm a junior and I'm from Silicon Valley Urban Debate League. Hello, my name is Ruby. I'm a junior and I'm part of the Denver Urban Debate League. Hi, my name is Mariani Torres. I'm a sophomore and I'm from the Denver Urban Debate League. Hi, my name is Haven Howard. I am a junior from the Washington Urban Debate League. My name is Allison Flores Sanchez. I'm a junior at the Denver Urban Debate League. And I'm Jesse Edwards, Director of Radio and Podcasting at Newsweek. We are thrilled to have you along for A Mightier Tomorrow, where we're going to take you along with us to the main event at Newsweek headquarters where four different teams comprised of eight students from Denver, Colorado, Washington, D.C., and Silicon Valley, California, will debate each other on a range of topics from affirmative action, AI in the workplace, immigration, and climate optimism. In today's episode of A Mightier Tomorrow, we meet our students from the Silicon Valley, California chapter of the National Association for Urban Debate Leagues. And first up is Eric. Hi, my name is Eric. I'm a senior and I'm part of the Silicon Valley Urban Debate League. I grew up in San Jose, which is just a little south of San Francisco, in a community where you're constantly surrounded by a big tech environment. So, you know, I'm always hearing in the news about these new like innovations in technology that are happening like right in my backyard. So, you know, having a particular interest in tech is also really um, interesting when you come from a place where all the tech is booming and there's so much startup culture around you. I think I got started in debate because my brother had done this program called the IB program and he was telling me about this teacher that according to him I should become friends with. The debate teacher coach at that time, um, who I didn't know was teaching debate, but it was actually the first year the club had just started and he convinced me to join. That same year I, I somehow made it to the championships of the novice tournament and after that I was just hooked on debate. I can't even quantify how much debate has helped me um, in recent years, especially like through the college application process. And, you know, I, I think I didn't really realize how much of an impact debate had on me until one of my friends um, in an AP World History class asked me, you know, the way you answered that, do you think debate might have helped you with that? And it wasn't until he asked me that that I realized debate is the only thing that has helped me um, in my academic career outside of actually uh, doing the schoolwork. And I think. To have an activity like that is so valuable, um, both academically and like enriching yourself, issues that are relevant to your community and to the world, um, while at the same time developing the skills that are like fundamental to being a like successful person in academia. The first thing that I learned, especially as a policy debater, is how to read people. Like you know very well when someone doesn't really know what they're talking about, and you can really leverage that, um, which is also really great when you're trying to explain someone to something because then you know to read like the body language and to see what type of terminology terminology you're using and to see whether or not it's effective in communicating the idea you want to share with another person, which is I think at the basis of policy debate and what I've taken the most uh, out of debate, which is how to communicate an idea effectively. Um, which is what I'm, what I'm most thankful for having learned through debate. Teaching kids a skill that's so fundamental, um, while at the same time, like, you know, I, I kind of reflect sometimes on like, what if Swoodle wasn't around to like run and host this debate league in our community? Like, we would have never been uh, able to access the material and the content and, and, you know, compete in the same way that is possible with an urban debate league that is like of no cost to you is sending out teacher coaches to your school to help teach debate and organize these tournaments and you know 
having that way to uh, you know gather students from different schools in the district not only like creates a really interesting um, like new dynamic between the schools in terms of debate but it also like creates a community of friends where you're like you know competing with these people but you also like um, are friends with them so it's 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 really fun to um, have that dynamic I think for one it feels like you know you're really important and your voice is like really valued and to have you know uh, a company like Newsweek at the forefront of this event is like really important to me in particular because I think it's like a way to amplify our voices that otherwise you know maybe would not have been heard and to like really display the effect of an urban debate league in um, not only our community but um, you know display the skills we learn through urban debate to the world. Yeah, I, I think, you know, wanting to go into engineering, there's always this, like, idea. I think one time a, a graduate student that I was, um, you know, being mentored with had told me that at her undergraduate school, they started a whole new um, writing requirement for the engineers just because they were so bad at communicating ideas. And so, you know, I think going into engineering and be able, being able to communicate an idea effectively is something that's so important. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I was part of this debate league, even though my career interests aren't necessarily so aligned with the particular debate topics that we're exploring. Um, I think it's really important to be able to communicate those ideas um, in the field of engineering. So I, I want to be an aerospace engineer and I think uh, I'm not really sure what that entails for the future of me <laughs> yet. Um, maybe I want to pursue graduate school and get like really into some niche um, topic in aerospace, or maybe like I want to start um, working for uh, space exploration like companies and just you know really put my best foot forward and you know helping humanity reach the stars. I, I think if you had asked me my freshman year to come to uh, uh, you know the 72nd of the World Trade Center and and give a speech, I would have never agreed to it. Just because, like, I, I definitely, like many people, overcame that, like, huge fear of public speaking. Um, and I think that was the, like, key takeaway um, from debate is, like, your evolution as a person, not only through how you're more expressive with your ideas, but just being able to communicate those ideas effectively to other people um, in a crowd is, like, crucial. Um, and, and that's what I've taken away the most from it. I mean, luckily, I, I'm pretty good friends with Fabiola, my partner, and so we, we've definitely spent nights, you know, talking about how we can refine um, each particular case. And, you know, it's, it's not really, like, policy debate in the sense that you're not trying to find a new way of having an aha moment where mid-debate you're like, I got you now. It's more of like a, a communal um, space to grow. And so, you know, sometimes I'll send over a link to Fabiola that's like, hey, this is really helpful. You might want to have to look at this um, in, in a new way to like grow your or expand your case. Um, and she does the same for me. So it's, it's really collaborative um, in building our cases together. I think having a debate partner and, and doing debate almost like forces you to become friends with the person. Um, because what you're doing is you're essentially committing your entire weekend to go and talk to other people that you don't know and you're like arguing with them. You don't know how the outcome is going to go. So really it's, it's a big ask, especially for high school students that rather, you know, <laughs> have like a ton of thousands of other things to do. Um, but in retrospect, those Saturdays are, are what make it uh, worth it. And that was Eric from the Silicon Valley chapter of Noddle. And we're hearing from these bright young people before we get to the main event at Newsweek headquarters over the next two episodes in this series that you're listening to right now that we call A Mightier Tomorrow. Next up, we hear from Fabiola. Hello, my name is Fabiola Diaz. I'm a junior and I'm from the Silicon Valley Urban Debate League. So my community, I didn't realize until I 
came to New York City because of how diversity is. It's actually pretty homogenous. It's very much Hispanic, very Mexican, a lot of Spanish speakers. So funny story, I got involved during COVID, during online school, during Zoom. And first, it was my theater teacher. I was like the only student who would unmute, type in chat, who was interacting with class. And she was like, you're pretty vocal. Want to join speech? She was a speech coach at the time. So I joined speech. And in the following year, when we got back into person, I wanted to take the challenge, like start into debate. Because I was pretty intimidated by debate. But I wanted to overcome that. So I started debate the following year. And it's been a ride ever since. Debate has impacted my worldview. Because I grew up very sheltered. I still don't think I know everything about the world. But debate has taught me that my world is so much bigger than just San Jose and this Hispanic community. There's a ton of people in the U.S. who are struggling with politics or otherwise. And debate has opened my eyes to that. And debate has shown me that like, all over the world, all over the country, there's so many more people. And it's just taught me about all these issues and everything. And as for challenges, I think debate has really taught me how to get my thinking from point A to point B. I think that you can really see that in my schoolwork and also just with public speaking, I've become much more confident. I used to be really shy. My voice would shake all the time. Still working on it, but I think I've improved. I still have a bit more time before I have to start applying to colleges and whatnot. I'm trying to enjoy my childhood, but I know that the time is coming. I have to think about it now. And I like STEM. I think right now I'm looking into like IT specialists, into cybersecurity. I think it's a really cool field, and hopefully it'll be around for a minute, and I can still go into it. And I think no matter where I end up, though, I think debate has given me skills that are applicable everywhere. It has taught me how to speak. It has taught me how to communicate with people. And I think that, that can go into any job field and will very much benefit me. New York City, first impressions, very diverse. <laughs> That was like the main shocker. I was like walking around. I could hear so many languages. Like I was just shocked. It's like I, it's so homogenous back home. I didn't realize until now. And I think very metropolitan. I feel very touristy just looking up all the time. Like the city is just very big. And I feel really small. But it's also really cool. I think this is a great experience. There's a ton of history here. There's like gay bars, uh, Statue of Liberty, like all the immigration houses. It's great. I love seeing it all. New York City is very beautiful and I would love to come back in my own time to just explore more. So I didn't actually connect the dots that maybe you got AI because we're from Silicon Valley because our first choice was affirmative action and they gave us AI and we're like, I just realized like yesterday, oh right, Silicon Valley. So of course, being in the heart of Silicon Valley, San Jose, AI is the main topic. And we're all worried, like, is it going to take jobs and all of that. And while I was researching it, I don't think the problem is AI. I think the problem is that the people who control AI are going to mess us over. <laughs> it's really human nature to just keep profiting. And I think in a world where AI is doing all of work and helping us work, that's a great world. But it's going to be rocky to get there. And just during my research, there were some low moments, just it felt really scary. You did like think sometimes like what's the point? But I'm optimistic. I think we're gonna get through it. My generation is gonna have to face the brunt of it, but if anything, my generation has shown that we can get through change and get through hard times. 
I learned so much from the Bay. Like I'm sure there's a ton of other people out there who are in their own little bubbles who just don't know that there's a whole other world out there. I think the Bay is great at teaching us that. But the Bay also teaches us that we have a voice. And especially from my committee, someone lower income, like a person of color, female, like I didn't know that I could speak out. And the Bay has taught me that I do make a difference. My voice does make a difference. My vote does make a difference. And it doesn't, you can, should start like as young as you, as you are. Like people listen to kids. I think kids are so smart. And kids have a lot of things to say. And people are starting to pay more attention to us, like Greta Thunberg, everything. And we should care because this is our world that we're going to inherit. Like there's things like the climate clock and everything. The world's not in the best shape. And it's gonna be up to us to fix it. And you know, we're all like Gen Z starting to become adults, we can start to vote. I think it's gonna be a great time just for people to realize that they do make a change and that we should change this world how we want to live it and hit for the better. Just going back to complimenting like the Urban Debate League, Swedel has done an amazing job at getting all these schools into it. But if you really care about the state of the world, like we're going to inherit this world, this is the world we're living in. If you don't want like climate change to take over, if you want your job, if you want like trans people to keep on living, like say something, explore that. Even if your school doesn't offer a debate club, other schools are more than happy to take you in and just talk to the league about it. Cause I know Swedel is constantly expanding. Like I just took Independence High School last year. And I think just say something, that's the first step. And that was Fabiola. Before that, we heard from Eric, both of these students representing the Silicon Valley chapter of the National Association for Urban Debate Leagues, which you can visit online to learn more at urbandebate.org. And be sure to catch our next two episodes where we bring you to the main event at Newsweek headquarters on the 72nd floor at One World Trade Center in New York City for a live debate with these students. A Mightier Tomorrow is a partnership between Newsweek and the National Association for Urban Debate Leagues, NODL, with a goal of amplifying student voices, recognizing the importance of student debate, and celebrating the power of civil discourse. <laughs> <laughs>